Ellis and Salazar Garage and Body Shop. At Ellis and Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellis and Salazar for over 55 years. Ellis and Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellis and Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn's guests, Ed and Diana Garza, with Decision America 2016. Thank you, John. Uh, this is Evelyn, and it's uh, ooh, it's a beautiful day in our neighborhood today because we're here in the studio of today's Christian Talk, 1120, The Bridge. And when we, le- we think about where we are today, it's wonderful to be in the state of Texas. And we know God's working as we pray and praise Him and follow Jesus our scripture today is First Timothy two one two. Uh, Paul was interning a young man named Timothy who was having some hard days in a culture that was much like what we have today, and he he went to Paul because Paul was his father in the faith, and he he just laid out his heart before the Lord, and Paul gave him some advice. He said, "Okay, Timothy, this is what you do, you." Pray for those in authority over you for two reasons. Number one, that you might live at peace. And number two, that you might serve the Savior with power. And we're going to be doing that today with Ed and Diana Garza, who is the Texas Air Coordinators for the Billy Graham Evangelism Association. And a new rally, I mean a new program, a whole new initiative called Decision America in 2016. So welcome, Ed. We're glad to have you and you, Diana. Thank you, Evelyn. Thank you, Evelyn. I want to do something a little different today. I want you to introduce your husband, Diana. Okay. My husband um, of 32 years, wonderful years, uh, he is um, well, the man of the house. 
mm-hmm. and um, a wonderful man of God, and he's um, with Billy Graham Ministries, the coordinator for Decision American and My Hope. My Hope. Mm-hmm. That's a good introduction, and you love him, don't you? Oh, yes, I do. How many children do you have? I have two children, uh-huh. Brian, the oldest, firstborn, he's 24 years old, and Anais, my only daughter, youngest, and she's 19 years old, soon to be 20. Well, I envy you because I have two sons and no daughters, <laughs> but I have a great-granddaughter uh, and a, gr- a, a great-great-granddaughter. So, well, Ed, I want you to introduce Miss Diana. Yes, thank you. Well, as everybody knows, every good man knows that she is the CEO of our home for the last 32 years. She's considered to be the first lady, Diana, of the uh, Garza household. Uh, she is my best friend. She's been through everything, thick mm-hmm. and thin. She's been there. She's an awesome mother of two children, uh, beautiful children, 24-year-old son, Brian, and a 19-year-old daughter, uh, Anais of uh, Chantel. Uh, Diana sacrifices all the time. She's always putting our us, not only my kids, but us first. Uh, one thing to admire about her uh that I've seen is that she is a prayer warrior, God-fearing. Besides being smart and pretty, um, uh, yes, she yes, is yes. what you would consider, um, and many of you have heard of a Proverbs 31 woman. Uh-huh. She is all that. Well, Ed, we're so glad to have you all here today. You serve with the Billy Graham, Franklin Graham yes, Association. Tell us what your responsibility is with them. Well, my responsibility is to engage uh, with the church pastors, the local pastors, mm-hmm. and we're, we are here to equip and encourage the uh, local church to proclaim the gospel. And we, we want to be an assistant to the pastors. I know they go through a lot. They have a lot to uh, manage uh, and uh, uh, sheep to, to grow spiritually and uh, souls to win for Christ. And uh, we're pretty much an assistant to them. We're here to provide prayer, provide uh, material for evangelism. And uh, I've met with pastors in the past where uh, behind closed doors we'll sit down and just talk about anything they want to talk. Uh, A lot of pastors go through issues, personal problems, concerns. And they don't have anybody to talk to. Exactly. They don't have anyone to talk to. So I am honored to be there for them, either a sounding board or just to listen to them and pray for them. And uh, I consider that a big blessing because what they're doing is uh, very difficult. Well, you know, I'm I'm old, uh, Ed. <laughs> been around a long time, uh, and we've lived in Austin 45 years. And for 40 years, uh, we have done National Day of Prayer. We will have our 40th anniversary in uh, in 2016, Amen. and we are so excited because our theme for next year is Wake Up America. Amen. Uh, and that's lined up with a plan that God has for this nation through. Uh, Franklin Graham and uh, and the Billy Graham uh, Evangelism Association, yes. which you're uh, with. I I just look at where I am right now in my life, and I look back to what it was like growing up in World War II when mm-hmm. my dad was drafted, and the fear, the agony 
that I went through every night when I went to bed because I did not grow up in a Christian family. Mm. Uh, what was life like for you in your growing up years? Well, um, besides my dad not being a born-again Christian, mm-hmm. and my mother was, mm-hmm. my dad was uh, pretty much didn't have a, a My faith. dad didn't either. He was lost. And uh, the good thing that I can recall is that he told my mother, and this is because of them speaking to me and sharing with me, mm-hmm. that uh, my dad was honest and said, I have no religion, so you're a Christian. Uh, when it comes to that part, the religious part, the faith, mm-hmm. I'll leave it in your department. You'll take care of that. So growing up, um, it was a secure home, mm-hmm. uh, even though my dad was not saved. Uh, mm-hmm. Like any other parent that's not saved, uh, we grew up. With, uh, I, I would say, verbally being issue, being an issue, uh, being abused verbally. Um, but mm. overall, uh, I saw the hand of God, how everything came into play later on in my life. And, and I can share that at a later time. But uh, overall, it was a secure home. Uh, it was a very, very strict home. Uh, it was a church-going home uh, mm-hmm. because my mother uh, always took us to church. I mean, mm-hmm. I joke around and I tell people I had a drug problem growing up. I was always being drugged <laughs> to church. I uh, love it. Being drugged to Sunday school. Mm-hmm. Uh, being drugged to help the pastor mow the lawn and uh, clean the church. So pretty much everything revolved around the church for us. Mm-hmm. And um, with, for that, I am grateful because I had such great mentors, which were missionaries that came to our church or were assigned to the church, that took an interest in my spiritual being. And uh, up to now, I still remember them. And um, it was great. It, we, My dad showed us respect for the elders, um, respect for parents, grandparents, uh, pretty much. My dad, uh, at the end of everything being said, uh, he came to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Sounds like my Godfather. Yeah. You know, when you look back and you see how the hand of God uh, takes fruit from a tree and plants new trees, it, it is so exciting. I think that's one of the reasons prayer is so important in my life. Is I, My dad was lost. He was drafted into World War II. We had to leave uh, our community, and he owned a radio station, uh, and move where my grandparents were uh, because my mom had never worked. And fear gripped my life, Mm -hmm. literally, every breath I I took. And I was 12 years old, uh, and we were not a Christian family, and so there was no no, uh, hope, you know, outside of what my dad could do for us. Because he was a strong disciplinarian and wonderful man. Uh, but when I look back on that, I understand completely. Mm-hmm. I prayed for him 32 years before he came to know the Lord. Amen. And, you you know, when you have a rope of hope like that, and you can pray for a long time for the salvation of someone that you love, God honors that. I Amen. do believe. Yes. What about your life, Diana, growing up? How secure were you? Like uh, my husband's. Life. My father was a Christian man. I was born, I'm the middle of eight mm-hmm. uh, siblings, children, and I was born into a Christian home. My mother was a Christian. My father was a Christian when they met, when they were around 16 years old. And um, I had a very secure upbringing, childhood. 
uh, happy. And I think it's, I have happy memories of my childhood because Jesus was in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And since I was very, very young, I was taught to pray by example, watching my mom and my dad mm-hmm. um, teaching us how to pray by them praying with us and for us. And um, if I want to say something, I, I the way I was born and raised in Mexico and married this wonderful man, Ed, in in Texas because I met him in my uncle's church here in, in Texas. Really? My uncle was his pastor. So, uh-huh. so that's, that's just kind a, of a family uh, mm-hmm. connection. Yes. yes. You know, it is exciting to think that the Lord has a plan for our life. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I don't care whether you're young or old. He has a plan. Amen. Yes. We... Um, we are so excited about the days that we're living in in America, and they're so different from it from what you all grew up in and what I grew up in, uh, because America's heart has changed a lot. And uh, these are times that fear is reigning everywhere. Yes. Fear is the enemy of peace, and that's what Paul talked to young Timothy about. He said, you pray for your leaders so that you might serve Jesus. And live at peace. Amen. And so we've got some exciting days ahead of us. And uh, it's an amazing to me that out of every generation, God calls a man to call, answer his call, like he did with Timothy for Paul. Amen. And I think for our time, uh, maybe your time, my time was Billy Graham. Mm-hmm. Your time now is Franklin Graham. Let's talk about Franklin a little bit. Yes. Um, well, What's he, what's he got on his plate right now? Well, um, Decision America 2016 mm-hmm. is something that um, Franklin Graham has uh, got his place in his heart. Uh, very concerned, he's very concerned for America. Uh, as, you, as you know, that uh, we're going to have a festival in San Antonio uh, in 2017. And that is, uh, was pushed a little bit uh, to the right, you might say, because of uh, the calling that Franklin Graham has in his heart for America. Uh, Franklin Graham recognizes that America is in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it's very obvious to all of us. Uh, neither political party can save us from uh, anything. They don't have the answers. Uh, we see the debates. We see uh, everything that's going on. Uh, the only thing that can save us is God Almighty and His Son Jesus Christ. That's the only hope for our country. Mm-hmm. And uh, Franklin Graham is not taking any political uh, party uh, sides, but he does want it's a call for America, for Christians to unite, Christians to live the life that God has called them to live, to live their faith. Mm-hmm. And it's more of an encouragement uh, that he is going to travel throughout 50 states. And he's going to address a message of hope and a message for the Christians. You know, that is so exciting to me. We just returned from a trip to, uh, we had a 30-day vacation, and we made a tour of America. And ended up in Colorado Springs for the National Day of Prayer Conference. Uh, And our theme for next year is Wake Up America, which is so in line with what God's speaking to Franklin and and to your organization. Mm -hmm. Uh, Three years ago... um, we um, we had an event at the Capitol 
where we call people from throughout the state to come to the Capitol because that was when they were putting children on top of boxcars, bringing them out of Mexico. Mm -hmm. And and we were needed rain, right? You know, we've recently gone through floods, but, I mean, we were serious about that. And we uh, our governor called Texas to prayer. And during that time... um, that we were there at the Capitol. It was a solemn assembly where we didn't, you know, have microphones or anything. Twelve buses rolled up mm-hmm. at the Capitol that were filled with Islamic Palestinian protesters. Mm-hmm. And when they got off, they had a, each one of them had a sign that said, kill the infidels. Something happened in Texas as that began to spread across Texas. And as a result of that, we wrote a book called Praying and Praising Across Texas. Uh, we are in in a situation in Texas where we're better off than the rest of America. Yes. And we have got godly men in leadership now that we need to be praying for. Amen. And that's one of the reasons we wrote the book. We are working on a new one, praising and praying across America. They'll come out about, well, it'll come out at the day after the election day next year. But I want us to talk. We need to take our break. Let's talk about what it means to be a people of prayer. And uh, what it means to serve the Lord Jesus in a way that people can look at us and tell how Jesus, how cry, how powerful Jesus really is. Right after this. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. 
Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn's guests Ed and Diana Garza with Decision America 2016. Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in studio today with our good friends uh, Ed and Diana Garza. And Ed, you and Diana are with the Billy Graham Evangelism Association, and we have been talking about where we are in America right now and what it is that God needs to do. But more than that, what you need to do, what I need to do, and what what the people of faith and hope and prayer in this nation need to do. We are in a time when... um, Fear is gripping the heart of every person, whether you're talking about uh, security on our streets or you're talking about the money we have in our retirement funds or old people worrying about their Social Security. These are unsettled times, uh, Ed, but they're not bigger than God. They are not bigger than the plan that he has for us. And so I want us to talk about what we've got to see revival come. I want us to talk about what it is that's on the heart of Franklin Graham. To call this nation to prayer. Let's talk about that. Yes. Um, well. You know, it, it's, um, it's a concept that has left our church today to a certain degree. Uh, we, are, we are grace givers and receivers. And we go to Sunday on worship and we praise. And then we go home and do our life. And uh, this call on the life of America is that our hope, Jesus Christ becomes our rope of hope. So let's talk about it, okay? Yes. Um, Pretty much what Franklin uh, is saying to Christians in America is to take the challenge to, as Christians, to be boldly, be able to stand up and live their faith, uh, to pray for our nation, for our leaders, and to get out there and do this our civic duty and vote. And not only vote blindly, but vote for men or women that are godly. Uh, we have to put godly people in office all the time. Uh, this is a Christian nation, and Franklin is just calling uh, Christians to live out what they preach they, that they are, uh, if they're Christians, to live out what a Christian should be living as. And by that, I mean we have to personally examine ourselves uh, to see if we are of the faith to begin with. Secondly, we have to daily read the Bible, daily have daily devotions and prayer, and let the Holy Spirit indwell in us. Because that's the only way we're going to change, and our life is going to change, and we're going to be more up to follow what God has uh, for us if we know what He wants from us. Uh, Maybe may many Christians uh, go to church on Sundays, but after that, they don't pick up the Bible to read the Bible. They don't have a quiet time when they pray. Uh, when it comes to issues, in government or voting, uh, they don't know what what stands to take because they don't know what God is telling them how to live. So uh, a friend of mine a long time ago told us that the Bible was the basic instruction before leaving earth. Every answer that we can ever think of, it's in the Bible. 
if we have a close relationship with God, a daily relationship with God, we're going to know what God wants from us. And Franklin is just saying, if you're a Christian, live the Christian life. Be bold about it. Not to be offensive to other people or uh, degrading other people, but if you just live your life, God will take care of the rest. He is faithful. God says, fear not, for I am God. He will take care of everything else that uh, comes along the way. You know, when you think about that, um, we are living in one of the most exciting times in our nation. Yes. It's when God's people have an opportunity to be like Jesus. Amen. And Jesus said, you know, you didn't choose me, but I chose you. Not only have I chosen you, but I planted you. I have appointed you. I have ordained you to grow up mm-hmm. and bear fruit and that your fruit might be lasting. That's what our forefathers did. And that's what we're going to be celebrating in just a few weeks, Thanksgiving. Because this nation was built on the faith that mm-hmm. Jesus Christ is our rope of hope. Amen. And apart from him, there is no there is no hope. No, there is no hope. No hope. One of the things that, that uh, move into prior to the big event we will have here uh, in the spring, apparently, uh, uh, at the Capitol, uh, where Franklin Graham is, you know, coming with a message for the state of Texas, like he has for the other 49 states, that we've got to get out of the closets and get on active duty and report for action. We've got to be actively involved yes. in being citizens of this nation. Yes. And as you said, it is not going to be a patriot. I mean, it's not going to be a political thing. It's going to be patriotic. Amen. Because we're going to honor those who've come before us, who've laid down their lives that we might have freedom in this nation. Amen. Amen. And it is so important for us to wake up in America to know that we are called for such a time as this. Amen. Well, let's talk about what decision uh, America, 2006, uh, the progression of how that's going to happen. Well, I'm excited. Uh, we, we're, we're, start, we're finishing up uh, this year with My Hope. My Hope. Let's talk and, about uh, My Hope. Then. Yes. And My Hope, um, it's a combination of impacting video programs uh, with power of personal uh, relationship, powerful personal testimonies from uh, actual people and that uh, have experienced something tragic or uh, anything in their lives. And, and it's been put into a film with uh, the message from Franklin Graham and Billy Graham. Uh, we've used it uh, in the United States and abroad. And in, it's just a simple way to share Jesus. And it's not tele-evangelism. It's just uh, uh, with technology nowadays we can show a video to a friend, to a church, to a family members, and uh, the message is, is powerful and strong, anointed by God, and it's just we've had many great results where people have come to mm-hmm. the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, and that's what it counts that uh, people are listening to the message and uh, responding. Now, this is perfect for churches, youth groups, colleagues, or, or colleges in uh, campuses, homes, small groups, and prisons. It can be used. Uh, and it's a free, most of all, it's free material that Billy Graham Ministries is giving to mm-hmm. pastors, uh, youth leaders, uh, youth pastors, and churches. Now, my hope as a uh, 
dual purpose. The ministry of Billy Graham was was pretty much established on two things: proclaiming the gospel, encouraging encouraging and equipping others to do the same. That's the formula that God has given us as Christians: proclaim the gospel, equip and encourage others to do the same, cast our nets, and uh, with that. Our mission statement, and, and as my, for my hope is, like I said before, it's my hope is a national initiative to encourage and equip the local church to proclaim the gospel, simply sharing Jesus. Mm-hmm. With that, we transition to uh, Decision America 2016, where Franklin Graham is calling, and I like the way you put it, Christians to report for duty, mm-hmm. re- report for active duty. Mm-hmm. Being a military person that I was five years ago that I went out before I retired. Uh, I got up every morning, put on the uniform of the United States Air Force. I went to work and I reported for duty. And I, I, I swore to defend this country and to follow the orders of those appointed over me. As a Christian, thank God I don't retire from that like I did from the military. And I had wonderful 26 years and I loved it. And I served my country all over again if I had to, if I could. But I'm reporting for duty every day yes. with the full armor of Christ so that I can go out there and proclaim the gospel. And I try to live the Christian life so that others may come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And I don't say that to boast or anything because I'm a sinner saved by grace. Mm-hmm. But God is merciful. And that's the message of hope for myself and anyone here in Austin that can hear my voice. No matter where you've been, who you are, what you've done, Jesus Christ loves you and he sent his son to die on the cross for you. That if you accept him and trust him, you'll have eternal life. And that's the message that I received many years ago that has changed my life forever. And and because I'm grateful, I report for duty every day Mm -hmm. and I want to share the gospel. Well, you know, when we talk about reporting for duty, it means that you get prayed up. But Jesus gave us a very simple way of living our life. Yes. He said to them, he said, I'm going to give you a commission. I am commissioning you like you're an officer and you had a commission to every morning get up, get your uniform on and go to work or go to war, whichever one. Yes. Uh, When we look at where we are today, we are not equipped to the extent that we ought to be as we go about our world, yes. about our daily lives. We have a heart for doing that, but we are not equipped. And that's the thing I like about the, the my hope thing is the equipment out of that ministry is awesome. Yes. Give us a website where the people who are listening right now can go and, and find out what we're talking about here in yes. regard to my hope and then decision, uh, America decision 2016. Yes. Uh, for My Hope, to obtain resources, you can go to myhopewithbillygram.org, myhopewithbillygram.org. And for Decision America, it's a decisionamericatour.com. Mm-hmm. And there you will have all the information uh, that you need. It's pretty much, I told pastors, Billy Graham is ni- will be 97 years old yes. uh, November 7th. But for those churches that would like to have Billy Graham come to their church, they can get the video and bring one of the greatest evangelists to their church. 
That's exciting. I want us to talk about that. We need to take a little break and we'll come back. And I want us to talk also about what, if we're going to wake up America, uh, what is it that people have got to do? I mean, what have we as Christians got to do? And then what do the people that don't know him, that are living in fear every day, what is it that we can do? Let's take our break, John, and we'll come back with this right after this as we talk with Ed and Diana Garza from the Billy Graham Evangelism Association. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jennertown. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville. And come see us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? thinkmarketingtexas.com. thinkmarketingtexas.com. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn's guests, Ed and Diana Garza, with Decision America 2016. Welcome back, and thank you, John, for bringing us the uh, all those good words from the people that sponsor us here. And we are so thrilled to be here at the station KTXW, the Bridge 1120 Texas Christian Talk. And it's not just Texas Christian Talk or today's Christian Talk. We are worldwide uh on the web now, and it's so interesting. We just about two months ago we got a request for me to come to to Jordan to speak. P 
people, mm-hmm. it is an amazing thing. We are talking today with Ed and uh, Diana Garza, and we're talking about my hope. What is my hope? My hope is heaven. But my hope between now and heaven is that I will be a representative of the love of Jesus Christ, who is our rope of hope. Yes. We we want to talk a little bit about, we know that uh, we probably in January we'll get on an agenda for when, you know, we'll be, uh, when Franklin will be here in Austin. Yes. Uh, but in the meantime, we've got some work to do. We need to be praying yes. and, and sharing the love of the Lord Jesus. And, you know, when we... We talk about waking up a miracle. We're talking about basically the church. Yes. Um, because so many of us spend a lot of time worship, a lot of time praise, and we go home and have our Sunday dinner, and then we go next week and we have worship and we have praise and we go home and have our dinner. And God's calling us, Ed, to stop that routine and live the life every day. Yes, yes. What does that life look like? Well, for me, um, life as a Christian is every day trying to think what I'm going to do to serve the Lord, in which way I can help other people. Yes. How can I get people to have hope? Yes. Uh, I see a lot of people with uh, problems. My wife and I were talking about this uh, the other day, how our churches are great here in America. We have many, many pastors uh, on staff that tend to the needs of Christians. And I told my wife, can you imagine if each Christian would read the Word of God, would pray daily, and live, uh, practice what the Bible Mm -hmm. says, all those Christians would be mentors, would be helping other people that are outside the four walls of the church. And uh, like here, first time uh, we got lost here in, in Austin, oh. down on 6th Street. First yeah. time I've been there, I told my wife, I think this is the 6th Street that uh, is famous for in Austin. <laughs> and A lot of as, as, as Christians, we could go out there and talk to people, uh-huh. befriend them, ask them the question, tell me your story. What's going on in your life? I can guarantee you that when you ask that question, there's a lot of hurt out there. Oh, and people would open up. And that's where you give them the, the message of hope. Mm-hmm. Um, not a Bible-thumping person, yeah. but love that, and, and sharing the hope of Jesus Christ. Well, you know, that's what um, the year 2016 is going to be. As, mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier, National Day of Prayer is Wake Up America. And we're going to have a bus. It's going to start in California and go to New York City, down to Florida, and come back through Texas next year. Mm-hmm. Praying it. This year we've done that praying at colleges. Amen. And next year I think it's going to be major employers, you know, like uh, Apple, uh, some of the bigger things. Uh, there has to be evidence uh, to the lost world that Christianity works. Yes. And we are that evidence. Yes. We, yeah. As we walk and talk it. But, you know, we've got to be different than, than what we've been, maybe. We've got, we've got to get more focused on what it is that people need and the fear they have that we can bring love and resolution to. And so let's, let's talk a little bit about how a Christian can make a difference in our world. That's what we want to talk about. 
One is that we have a relationship with Jesus Christ. What does that mean, Ed? Well, getting to know our Savior. Uh, when my, I've been married 32 years with my wife, and I know what she likes, mm-hmm. what she doesn't like. Mm-hmm. And boy, do I know it when she's upset. Mm-hmm. Because I've broken some of the rules or things that she has mentioned before. Do, don't do this. This bothers me. Uh, I don't like this. It makes me unhappy. By having a relationship with Christ is the same thing. If I speak to God every day, I tell him my problems, my worries, my concerns, my my achievements, my joy. I talk to him. By reading his word, he talks to me. Ed, this is what I want you to do. This is the way you should go. This is what the plans that I have for you. Follow these. This is the map for you to go. I get to know him on a personal level. And just by simply knowing Christ and praying, reading God's word, having a daily relationship with him, I get to know how to please God. Mm -hmm. And I get to know his promises as well. Because Mm -hmm. promises, a lot of people know the promises of God, but they're not for everyone. Those, the promises are for those that obey the Lord and principle love the Lord. promise, right? Yes. That is called the principal promise. Yes. You know, that's what Second Chronicles 7.14 is. And we're the new book we're writing, uh, Praising and Praying Across America, uh, thesis is what God says in Second Chronicles 7.14 in 1 John 1.9, mm-hmm. which is, if you do this, mm-hmm. then... I will do this. Yes. You see, that's what our problem is in America, basically, Ed, is that we are not doing what Second Chronicles says we should do. We could seek yes. his face, yes. uh, humble ourselves. Uh, we have yes. become a proud nation, and yes. we are paying the price of that with our children. Yes. You know, the other thing is, as a person that is a believer and a receiver of the grace of God, is a partner. And, you know, that's one of the things, the issues that we've got in this nation right now is how strong is marriage? Is it going to change? And what's it going to do in the next generation? Because God's plan is not only love for the Lord Jesus, but love for a husband, for a wife, and a wife for a husband without changing the nomenclature or without making it something it isn't. Another one is that, you know, we are parents. Mm -hmm. We have a responsibility this next generation. Yes. Yes. And what is that, Ed? Well, it's not money or possessions because that goes by the wayside. What we have left or we want to leave for our children is that they know Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. And my children very well know that. Um, I've been blessed. Uh, God has been faithful, and not just because they're my children, but they are great children. They they serve the Lord. Uh, they know about Christ. And the, my my wife and I, the other day, were talking. My daughter's going to be 21. 20. Uh, well, I'm sorry. She's going to be 20. She's 19. She'll, she'll be 20 soon in, in December. And... Uh, she, by the way, both of them have, we've been praying for their spouses since they mm-hmm. were children. Yes. Uh, my son has a beautiful, wonderful uh, woman of God that uh, he's dating. Mm-hmm. 
and my daughter has a wonderful man of God that oh, she's dating. Exciting. So we're blessed. On that side, yes. we're blessed. And uh, it's funny because my daughter calls us, and uh, she'll say, Dad, are you going to be home because me and John want to go home and uh, no one's there? Uh, or can I stay till 10, 10 o'clock, 11 uh-huh. o'clock at night? Uh, we're going to go watch a movie. And my wife turns in to me and says, what 19-year-old, almost 20, would call a parent and say, mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing this. Is that okay, or do I need to be home? Uh, and they're very outgoing children. Uh, they they do a lot of things. Uh, they work. They study. Uh, they're involved with many things at church. But I am blessed because if you teach them the way, mm. God is faithful. When they're older, they're not going to depart from it. They're, they're going to know the way that leads to uh, salvation. And... Um, I'm just blessed with my children and uh, their spouses to be. So. Oh, you know that's what prayer is all about. Yes, I started yes. when our oldest one was about two and a half. He could have figured out how to get to that light that's above us. Uh, he was that kind of kid, and I said, "Lord, please prepare the life for him because I'll have him in my house the rest of his life." <laughs> but you know, when you look at where we are and who we are, mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about today. Yes. We've got to be a parent that leads in a way that children can grow up with that kind of attitude about life. Yes, they're looking at us. Yeah, and we've got to be a provider. We've got to be faithful to them and serve them and serve others. But one of the most important things, I think, about being a Christian in, in today's culture is that we are a participant, that we have a responsibility in yes. all things as we name the name of Christ yes. to represent him. Yes. And our children are quick to um, be watching us, what we say, what we do, how we react, yeah. how do we handle issues. Mm-hmm. Um I've gotten so many text messages, uh, Facebook postings from my children that I have to photo or clip them because I keep those. And and they bring tears to my eyes when I read. I'm like, God, you are so faithful. Um, Just hearing the words that uh, they they write to us uh, is just amazing. But, yes, our children are always uh, watching us, and uh, they, they learn quickly. And they're quick to point out if we do something wrong. But the key thing is, I think, is I've never hesitated to say, I'm sorry. I was wrong to my kids when I was wrong. Mm -hmm. I've been firm. I've been stern. Mm -hmm. I've been loving to them. And all that has been by God's grace. Because when my kids... We don't know how to do that. We didn't get a manual, did we? They don't come with instructions. (laughs) When my son and my daughter were born, I looked for those. And they had no instructions. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Well, we need to take another break. We come back. I want us to talk about the if life. Yes. You know, if we are faithful, if we're a faithful person to God and have a relationship with him, if we are have a partner and that that we're accountable to like you guys are, if we're a parent and we're rearing our children, if we're a provider and we're taking care of their needs as God takes care of our needs, and we are participating in the work that God is doing in this nation, that is is what a believer, born-again Christian should be lined up to be. A picture of the love of the Lord Jesus. And as Paul said to Timothy, that we might be might live at peace and serve the Savior. So let's take our break, uh, John, when we'll be back with Ed and Diana Garza right after this. Stay with us.
Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jennertown. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn's guests Ed and Diana Garza with Decision America 2016. Welcome back to Love Talk. We are having a wonderful time today in the studio here at KTXW, today's Christian Talk. Uh, 1120 The Bridge, talking to Ed and Diana Garzi. Uh, Garza. And Ed, we've been talking, and Diana, we've been talking about what it is that Christianity looks like to the world. And we're living in a time right now that times such as these, there needs to be a vivid picture of Jesus Christ and the power of his love and protection over us. And so, we, you know, what, what we need to do as we look into the year 2016 and plan for uh, Decision America, America, Decision American 2016. I get it backwards. Uh, There's some things that we have really got to do. We have got to move in the direction that God leads us. And to be able to do that, we have got to pray. Yes, yes. Prayer is such an essential part of this. And as we pray, I tell you, there are a number of things that will happen. The Lord will begin to show us how to love people and be lovable. And that's what we're here for. He left us the commission, and it's very simple. Commission means co, and mission means a journey or an initiative. First of all, he says, get up, get out of town, and go tell. Yes. That's what he says. That's the great commission is. Don't stay here like you are, fearful. Of what's going to happen tomorrow. Get up. Get out. Get out of the prayer closets. And as we say, report for active duty. And that's part of uh, Franklin's plan is action. I want us to talk about that just a minute. 
what is this action that Franklin's going to call America to uh, in the year 2016? Yes. Well, first of all, um, I want to read the uh, Bible verse that uh, I think is very well can be used for now. It says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble, humble themselves and pray and seek my faith, my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and will heal their land. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, that's Chronicles 7.14. That is the message um, that Franklin Graham wants to take out to the world, is that as Christians, uh, we need to proclaim the gospel, the true gospel. We have the answer and we need to share it with people. There's a hurting world out there mm-hmm. that needs to hear the gospel. Uh, it's it's important because we cannot stay quiet. Like you said, we have to come out of the closet, report for duty, and do what we have been asked to. Cast our nets mm-hmm. so that people, we can reel them in and, and bring a, a people to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Well, as we move into um, the year 2016 here, we've got probably uh, six weeks or so uh, as for the end of the year. And what is it that we can be doing during this time to prepare for what God's going to do in uh, in America next year? I would ask that people would pray for Franklin Graham as he prepares to tour the U.S., uh, He's a man of God, but he's human, mm-hmm. and uh, I just encourage people to pray for him, support him, uh, be there for to volunteer. Uh, we're going to need many, many volunteers when uh, he comes to Texas, and that's from prayer groups, churches out there, Christians that uh, could get together and pray on a monthly basis, a weekly basis, remember uh, Franklin Graham and the staff as a tour. Uh, for protection, for that everything that uh, the message will be received, uh, that God will give him the specific words that he needs to share with the people. And this is a message to Christians as well as uh, the church uh, of Christ. But I think if we unite uh, as one as one body of Christ, we can send a message to the world that uh, we do serve a living God. And uh, this is a Christian nation. We want to unite the Christians to pray, to speak up, to take action. Mm-hmm. And train them how to do that. And that's what my hope through the evangelism program has been in our churches. And yes. that's to prepare us for what it is that we can get out and do in the year 2016. Yes. It is so important, uh, Ed, for us to realize that we were born for such a time as this. Amen. Amen. For such a time as this. It blows my mind. We're humbled. To think that God would entrust me exactly. and you with our cities in yes. our state and our nation. Isn't it amazing? Uh, because we live in a, it is amazing, and we live in a nation where we have a choice. Yes. We've got to know what those choices are. Yes. And that's one of the things I love about this decision for 2016 is that we've got to get educated and know what's happening and know who our leaders are, and know what they stand for, and choose the right ones, and be actively involved in praying for them. 
We have a prayer guide that we put out every year. The governor's office does. It's called the Texas State uh, Prayer Guide for National Day of Prayer. We have seven centers of power on that thing. We pray for one on Monday. We pray for pastors on Monday because that's the hardest day of the week for pastors. Yes. Yes. The hardest day of the week. And then we move, we move from that on to the other things, education and business. And uh, you can go to our website at ndpaustin.org and download that prayer guide and begin to pray with us between now and January. And then in January, we'll come back. We'll have you all come back and we'll talk about where we are, what we're going to do, and what we can do to make this a very um, powerful time of people from all over Texas coming to Austin to praise God and seek him for our country and for our children, for our families. Yes. I want to thank you. all Give us the website again uh, yes. and how they can get in touch with you. Yes, uh, the website is myhopewithbillygram.org. And uh, if anyone wants to email me, it's uh, edgarza at billygram.org. Well, thank you so much, good guys, for being here. We're going to have you come back. Lots of things going on between now and then. But I want to close with a very special invitation today. And if, if you knew that everyone in this city that does not know what we've talked about today would have an opportunity to come to hear and know that Jesus Christ is real, what would you say to them right now? How can they know him? Well, the Bible says that my favorite verse is John 3.16. Mm-hmm. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And that's a message of hope. And like I said before, I don't care what you have done, what you are doing, when things seem to be that you're... At the end of your life, seek God, pray to God, ask him to come into your life, to forgive you. He is faithful. He died for you, and he loves you. Humans might not forgive you, but there's nothing God cannot forgive, and he loves you. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Miss Diana. We didn't let you talk. Next time you come, we'll let you talk. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Well, we thank you for joining us today. You get in touch with us at the Love Line 512 Two four nine six five three five, or you can go to the website ndpaustin.org or to lovetalknetwork.com. Uh, and in the meantime, I pray this week that you will be really aware of how much the Lord Jesus loves both of you. And to you and our audience today, I say the same thing to you. I pronounce a blessing upon you that you would know the reality of the love of Jesus Christ. And if you need help in knowing that, call us on the love line, 512 Two four nine six five three five. Amen. Mm-hmm.